Alright, the date is uh, 02 2022. Right? That's right. So, what is this all about, Levi? Well, as you know, it is Tuesday, 22222, if you want to say it that way. Uh, now, I've never been one who believed in astrology. You know, I, I, I think it, it, we were even on the show one time with Kevin. You said you said something. You were, you were like Levi here. He's into astrology. I was like astronomy. Yep. <laughs> you know? Let me clarify. Yeah, clarify yeah. that. You know, I am a Leo though. I do know I'm a Leo. Uh, but uh, anyway, in uh, astrology, Pluto symbolizes, I guess. Uh, what did I say earlier? Re- destruction. destruction and rebirth. That's right. And interesting fact today. First of all, the whole 22222 thing, I saw this little math equation thing you could do with it, where it's, you know, it said 2 times 2 times 2 is 8 times 222 is 1776. Well, interestingly enough, Pluto has a orbital, uh, it orbits the sun about once every 240 years or so. I don't remember the exact uh, years or yeah. the, the exact time. But anyway, today on 2-22-22, Pluto is back in its exact coordinates that it was in when the Declaration of Independence was signed on July 4th, 1776. And so I saw that today. I just thought that was, I thought that was neat, you know, I'm not yeah, sure, you know, I, uh, and uh, we saw something before the, before we started recording, we watched that thing talking about how the Roman Empire also had its little uh, interesting things that happened around On its, same cycle, uh, right? its Pluto cycle, which is interesting. That I mean, you know, the Roman Empire actually existed long enough to have multiple Pluto <laughs> days. You know, yeah. I mean, that's that's crazy. You know, this is America's America, first, right? And, and, America's and this first is yeah. America's first uh, time. The last one was the signing of the Declaration of Independence. <clears throat> that's right. Yeah. And so, anyway, you know, I guess a lot of people. I read an article. This is where I. I uh, read, I found a lot of this information. I don't remember the site that I read the article on. It was some astrology site, but a lot of people are, uh, you know, really interested. I know I know there's a lot of people out there who do believe in astrology, uh, or at least believe that it has some sort of influence on energy and stuff like yeah. that. You know, I. Uh, but you know, did they still put? horoscopes in the newspaper, you know, so someone's out there reading it, (laughs) but, you know, I don't know, I just, I thought that was an interesting little thing, wanted to, you know, yeah, my son's school lesson today, he was like, dad, you gotta come here and see this, and I was like, all right, and he's like, this will not happen for a long time, he's like, today's date is 02-22-2022. He noticed it right away, you know. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it is. That's crazy. I gotta give a shout out on the date. It's my mom's birthday, actually. Oh, so. sweet! Oh, nice. oh, yeah. Happy birthday, mom! Yeah, happy yeah. birthday, Kevin's mom. Leticia <laughs> Harper, two twenty-two, two thousand twenty-two. Yeah, right on. Heck yeah! Right. Axel did the same thing. He came home dancing the other day. You know what it is? You know what today is? And this was on the second, second of February. He's like, it's two, two, two. Two zero two two, and then he started two 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 two. Yeah, <laughs> he so was dancing two, around. Yeah. It's the two day. I was like today, tomorrow, tonight. Yeah, just numbers. <laughs> numbers in general are a crazy, 
are a crazy thing. They seem to always kind of, you can always make them add up in some ways, right? Like you can always add something up to make it. Yeah, you, you can know, always relevant. you can always yeah. do some sort of math equation to get the something at least close to the number. Yeah, you which want is it still cool. I'm not knocking it. I think it's interesting. Right, I think it's cool. You know, I, I I thought it was pretty fascinating today's date and just whenever you were telling us about that the yeah. Pluto cycle, I thought that was interesting for sure. You know, that's that's crazy, man. Well, I mean, it definitely is a uh, a transitional time. Oh, no doubt about States. that. I mean, there's, well, there's the no world. doubt about yeah, that. Probably, I mean, we've been in a transitional time for the past two years. You know. Uh, Dude, why do they, you know, I'm not, so do the employees at the local dollar store, do they want to wear a mask or does the dollar store make them wear a mask? The dollar store makes them wear a mask. Dude, is this game still being played anywhere or what? Like, they're the only people anywhere near wearing a mask. I mean, can we just, I feel like telling them, hey, like, seriously, like, we'll stand up for you. Yeah. You know, just take off the mask. Like, we'll fucking say, hey, it doesn't bother anyone in this community, I don't think. Right. If they don't, and no one else wearing a mask. Like, you literally have the only employees anywhere near wearing a mask, If like, without it being their choice. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like, you're mandating them to wear a mask. Like, you are the only business doing that. Yeah. Like, anywhere near. <laughs> well, I think the Wells, I, I was in the Wells Fargo the other day, too, and all the employees in there were wearing masks. Yeah, there's, there's uh, some of the Hey, wearing masks yeah. and stealing money. Cha-ching, baby, yeah. <laughs> all right, Wells Fargo, back at it. Yeah, <laughs> Wells Fargo's pretty good at that. Hell yeah, they're dude. Funneling it, things, they're funneling yeah. the money right back into themselves yeah. as fast as they can. So let me ask y'all a question. I'll ask you a question right now. Shit, I saw this. Someone posted this. Should all all Canadians that that even if they don't support the trucker movement or anything, but right. that don't want to see this type of executive power, should they all pull money out of their or out of banks? Just pull like a run on the banks, like everyone pull their money out of, of their bank in protest. I mean, that would be one way to uh Anyone that donated that is afraid yeah. of getting their account, and I'm sure there are pulled. plenty of those people who have probably gone to the bank and gotten their their uh, all their all the money they can out anyway. Would you pull your money out of the bank if uh, you had donated and they were trying to? They, there was a possibility they could freeze your account. Is that what they're trying to do over there? Trying. That's what they're, That's doing. What they're doing. That's <laughs> what they're straight up doing, man. People who donated to the uh, tr- to the GoFundMe for the trucker thing. Uh huh. There, there was a big database released with all these people's names on it. And they're straight up freezing bank accounts. But remember, right? simultaneously, the the prime minister, yes, because yes. the prime minister called his emergency power basically yep. the same thing as and him. And just yesterday, they extended the emergency power. They said it's still needed. We still need it. We said this last time. They're not. We don't expect them to stop that. That's no, just no, a, yeah. You know, that's not. They're not going to get rid of that. You know, that's not. Oh gonna, man, the oh, that's like straight up overreach. Number one, y'all agree with that? But oh yeah. I don't know if I would yeah. pull pulling your money from the bank doesn't do anything. Like, well, you have well cash, if you have yeah. the cash, then you, you can spend cash, the cash. Yeah, yeah they can't freeze. The they can't freeze cash. I don't know. have enough cash for it to make a difference anyway. So shit. But hey, two hundred bucks is better than no bucks. That's for sure. I'd pull whatever I had out for damn. Well, if they were going to freeze my account, yeah, yeah, no, I would pull everything out. Yeah. I don't know, man. Like, yeah. that's I didn't crazy. Know they were doing but listen, that. in protest, you people could make a run on the banks, take their money out, and protest everyone in unison, right. and give the banks. Banks don't carry enough cash a lot of times, yeah. probably to pull out that much cash at a time. So you could, you could definitely, uh, you know, two can play that game. It, this is not. This is not overreach, in my opinion. This is actually. Uh, this is what they call. Um, 
sanctions. This is this is oh, like yeah. this is financial warfare on on your own people is what it really is. It's but not if everybody think about it like you said like we two could play that game. If everybody pulled their money out of the bank, then the businesses wouldn't have money to get from the bank. So the the currency would just that would be yeah, yeah, but so what is but so what is that's where we have to have the conversation of what is value, you know value is, you know the work or the services you provide that doesn't need some government's fake money and fake fake institutions to, you know to decide, like you think value's just value's not going to stop because they've made bad decisions with the money supply. Right. Do you know what I mean? And because banks have been in over their heads, and and now the institutions are really, uh, you know, I mean, there's too much debt in the world. There's too much. There's too much printing. There's not enough savings. So really, there's already financial problems that are that are going to happen regardless whether all this stuff's going on or, or some would debate this is why it's going on. But really, man. Uh, what really is important is what value is. So, like, if you're a trucker, y- you might end up getting paid in bitcoins. It, you, like, someone's gonna have value for what your service is. You know, right. if you're a farmer or if you're a um, if you're a, a a really good salesperson uh, that can, you know, I mean, there there will be a, an emerging market somewhere. It will replace it, no doubt about it. It's just a matter of time, and that's why these governments playing this game is, uh, yeah, you know, well, I think okay, it's to their so downfall. This year, I think this year or early last year, the United States government passed $30 trillion in debt. Right. $30 trillion in debt. I mean, they're already playing the game to the you're talking about. It's probably higher than that, yeah. No, I think, it, I mean, I think the number was 30 No, yeah, yeah, but I'm saying, I'm saying the real number is probably higher than that. You know what I'm saying? That's probably like the government number that they show us. That's probably not even the thing. Other things that they owe that they're not factoring in there. They they I guarantee you they lowball even that number. You know, but but to your point, you're saying that they're already there. They're already playing that game. Yeah, but what I mean, what what do you do to stop that? Like, what is our what is the value? You're talking about the value. What is the value? I mean, if the value of our dollar collapses, the value of every country's dollar is going to be. This, it's gonna well, do the yeah, same but, thing. Yeah, like. so like, but so, but value is not within the dollar. That's my point. Value is within the work. It's within the commodity that exists. That, that's why having something not pegged to commodities is is useless. People think that money is a cash. They think that's money. Everyone, everyone thinks that is. That's not the money. What what you do every day to provide for your community. That's why they pay you that money. That's your exchange, right? It's not, there's no value in the money. There's value in the work you do. You know, right. so what is the exchange? There's That's value to be in, the work, in the work that you so, do and the, the the assets that you acquire, whatever it is. So if you if we take away all the money, you you down to what you have, the things that you have that are worth something. So if there was no money in the world, people would be bartering like they did right. before. What you said yeah. goes back to commodities. So I think what's, to, so... I see, you know, I think that you're saying, Boone, value has to have, or that money has to represent real value, right? Otherwise, it's worthless, right? And while, whereas Kevin, I think what Kevin's main concern is, is that you have, you do have to have some sort of, at least pretty standardized currency 
a medium to of exchange. Yeah, to yeah. represent value. That's you what know? gold has been. That gold right. coins gold, were. Yeah, coins, exactly. Silver coins you know? were that. And so if the dollar collapses, what effectively comes in to replace it? It's already here. Right. Bitcoin? Well, it's not just Bitcoin. Currency, globe, like, like credited currency. Numbers, digital. Yeah, see, but I wouldn't trust that anymore. I don't trust I it. I'm trust not saying, I'm saying, but, you know. but that is what's there already. That's right. what I'm saying. That like, I don't want that to be. I would much rather it go back that's to goal, having having a real, real money. Physical like that's value. that's that's why I'm saying with Kevin is like that's my preference. That's my right. that's the way I look at value. Like it's all they make you believe that they can they they control the money. I don't think that's truly the case. I think the people are in charge. Right. We have the value. Everyone that runs whatever they do in life. But but ultimately, this money is getting pushed out because there's too much debt. This money's going away, man. It, it it's one hundred percent. And I I don't see well, and, you and know, it it's will, going and, away. It will it will happen. <laughs> it will happen when the rest of the world pretty much loses faith in the United States' ability to produce and give it the value that its money is supposed to be trading for. Yeah. I mean, but and, if that happens, it's not just the United States' money. Like every Every currency in the world will collapse if yeah, that happens. Yeah, but actually, so when that you should you should actually there are a lot of countries for the past decade or more who have pos- been positioning away from the petrodollar, from the United States dollar, the world reserve currency. Like they have already, there's other packs that have been made to to start to position away from. It's already been happening for a while. So even though that would Happened to some degree. I, I, I don't. I think that it's already happening. I like. I, I really think that 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 already there's countries that are really suffering um, in the world already because they have depended on this type of fiat currency and it doesn't work. You know, and they just don't. They're not the United States, so they don't have all these countries who have trusted them. But as you see those different pacts being drawn and different people, you know, like. You know, going and doing business with China, and ha- you know, it's changing. You know, it's ve- it's very much changing. And when that happens, to Levi's point, right now, all these people that have made these different packs and stuff, now the dollar, what they don't need it anymore. And then, and then, what we're sitting here as a country thinking, damn, we were living high on the hog right. when everyone liked our money, but it was fake. You know, we didn't really produce anything. We just produced money to everybody. You know, like we, what is made in America? I mean. You know what I mean? Yeah. What is what is really there's there are some cool things done here. Don't get me wrong. A lot of innovation has begun here, but I mean, but that really, was with the absence of a Federal Reserve. Yeah. Right I mean, now, the Federal Reserve is the reason that we are all in debt, and that the country is in debt. Without the Federal Reserve, in I think it's nineteen oh six or nineteen oh. 1913. 1913. 1913 Boy, is whenever and, and the income tax. tax, too, man. Sounds like someone's Wicked. been reading Ron Paul's Revolution. <laughs> well, no, I'm, 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 I am reading that, and I'm not finished with it yet, yeah. but 1913 was whenever, that was whenever there were earthquakes and everything in California, and the insurance companies, they couldn't perform. They couldn't pay for all of the destruction that happened there. So they had to... to there was no more. That was the collapse of the Federal Reserve at that point, right? The so existing then, bank that, the, yeah, the, the state bank that existed at that time. And then it was redrawn. Well, the federal, it I, was a, for, I think it was either it like wasn't the second the or third Reserve. bank of the United States. Right. right. So it wasn't called the Federal Reserve then. Now it is. But before 
They called it the Federal Reserve. That's what happened. It collapsed. Right. Nobody trusted it anymore. And then all they instituted something called the Federal Reserve Act of 1913. It is called the right. Federal Reserve Act, right? Yeah. Right. But in, in in 1906 is whenever all of that yeah, yeah. fell apart. Yeah, it started to re- yeah. be. And then there was tons of innovation that happened after that. Like after that, there was tons of innovation. People started creating different things that were that were good. The automobile, like. The, there was tons of innovation hey, check that this out. Check because this out. of the absence check this out. of check that. This out. Then World War One happened, okay? So check this out. 2008, 2007, right. major financial crisis. After that, tons of innovation in America. The internet's been going crazy. All this has been happening. Same thing. Refunction, but it's a dying system because we know what we're discussing here. It, right. it, had, it already had a major correction. It's just a matter of time before there's even a larger correction. What comes after? Hold on. Hold when on, all else on. fails, this is what I've heard. I've heard this be said so many times. When all else fails, they take you to war, man. Oh, yeah. It's a distraction away from these things. They're bad decisions. They have made bad decisions and led people, yeah. whole society, down this road of, you know, bad bad choices, bad economic policy. You know. You just. Uh, I'm just going to pause you real quick there and just come in with a fun little fact from the article I read earlier about the whole astrology thing. You mentioned 2008 and the financial collapse and us going to war and stuff like that. You know what happened in 2008? Pluto entered the constellation that it's currently in, Capricorn. That's crazy. Fun fact. I you read know, that in the article. I you know, we can actually move this <laughs> along. We can move this along. This is a perfect way to segue this because this is like, when you see that stuff, Kevin, like you see, that's a perfect way to look at it. When the Federal Reserve Act happened, it just didn't happen in one day. Like they were like, "Hey, 1913's here, Federal Reserve Act." Like there was many uh, things that happened in years prior to that that led up to that circumstance having to come about. It's like the evolution of it, and and then you see what's like if you if you look at history, you can see what events transpire and the way they transpire, and that's why the world should be extremely cautious about any types of confrontations right now. Right. You know, like this whole UK- Ukrainian crisis, you know, like for Ukraine, people in Ukraine, it's absolutely a crisis. For us here in Texas, we're across the world. Right. So it's not, but it's like these types of events like this, this type of, uh, you know, like we don't, we don't want to go or we don't think that we have any interest in Ukraine, but our government who has a lot of power, a lot of money, a lot of resources... They they will go do something, you know. They will continue to stir these pots and like, man. People have to be savvy to this and say like, enough's enough, man. Like, but don't the repeat these mistakes. Where did the narrative you know? start? Like, what? All of a sudden, Russia's gonna invade Ukraine? No, there's nothing all of a sudden about what's going on in Russia yeah. between Russia and Ukraine right now. What's going on between Russia and Ukraine right now started in 2014, when. The uh, the Obama administration came into Ukraine and basically did a coup. They funded uh, pro-NATO milita- uh, militias who performed a coup and ousted the de- democratically elected pro-Russian uh, president of Ukraine at the time, put in a new pro-NATO uh, president. And uh, at that time... The two breakaway provinces that just yesterday Russia uh, recognized their independence. In 2014, when that happened, those two places declared their independence from Ukraine. And there has been a 
low-scale war going on in eastern Ukraine since 2014. Okay, and, and since then, Russia has been slowly positioning itself to... Back up those two yeah, provinces. Yeah, to back up the two provinces that are pro-Russian. And so what happened yesterday was Putin came out and he did like an hour-long speech. I listened to the whole thing. Yeah, I did. Uh, I listened to a bit and, parts uh, of it. He pretty much came out and he, he went over just the general history of the Soviet Union and then the uh, history of the collapse of the Soviet Union yeah, and the remember, agreements yeah, that were made. Yeah, the history between, between the and Ukraine the and Russia and that, that whole part, I mean, it right. goes back... It's ancient, obviously, too. Like, I mean, 2014 is when this this yeah. particular crisis really kicked off. Right. But I mean, this type of, uh, I mean. But I mean, really, if you, I mean, if you really want to take it back to like 1991 and the collapse of the Soviet Union, yeah. the Berlin Wall comes down. NATO promises the, the former Soviet Union, now the Russian Federation. NATO promises Russia, we will not move NATO one inch, not one inch. That was the promise past East Germany, and since then. Like, I think like six new countries past East Germany have been added to NATO. And, then and now they've they got did? their eye on Ukraine. They dumped, they took a dump in a brown paper bag and lit it on their porch. But yeah, so anyway, yesterday Putin <laughs> officially recognized the independence of the Donbass region and the... Uh, man, off the top don't of my head. Don't do it, man. Don't do like, it. <laughs> yeah, I can't, it starts with an L. I don't even want to slaughter the... The word like Longska or something like that. It's just the two eastern provinces. Pretty much the eastern half of Ukraine. Because uh, actually today, Putin announced that they will be uh, recognizing the official administrative uh, jurisdictions of these areas, which is pretty much the entire eastern half of Ukraine. And uh, I wouldn't be surprised if this is just like in 2014 when Russia annexed Crimea, which was formerly part of Ukraine, and Russia just came in and annexed it. And that was a big and that was a, that big, was a like, big deal. That was a big yeah. deal. There was a lot and, of connotations. Uh, so I would not be surprised at all if sometime in the coming days or weeks Biden is probably going to annex those two provinces. I literally uh, thought, I thought, I thought you uh, were not Biden, say, not Biden. Putin. Like, Biden I'm sorry. Not Biden. Putin. Do you know what I thought Putin. he was going to say? I thought he was going to say that it literally in 2 weeks Biden is going to crap himself. <laughs> I thought you were going to say that. No. Hey, I was like, two weeks, dude. You're giving this guy a lot of props. No. Hey, uh, so we, we've talked about this, Levi, and we've put our input in, but Kevin hadn't been here. Right. So, Kevin, what do you think? Do you think that the United States should get involved? Or, like, just what do you well, think? Well, and here's that? another thing to keep in mind real quick before you answer that, Kevin. I can't remember the exact date. I think it was sometime in around 1991, right after the fall of the Soviet Union, NATO made a deal with the Ukraine that it would disarm its nuclear program and that NATO would protect it. So that's something to keep in mind here is that the United States and pretty much all NATO countries are technically contractually obligated to protect the sovereignty of Ukraine. So that is something to keep in mind in the well, situation. I, I, knew that, I knew that. Right. That's the only thing that I knew about everything that y'all just told me. Yeah. Did y'all just know that, or have y'all been researching this stuff over the past I, several I, weeks? I, I remember when this was going down in 2014, too. Yeah, I followed it in 2014. Ron Paul, I followed Ron Paul enough, and he likes foreign policy enough to have always talked about this stuff yeah. going on, too. I know I've learned a lot from like listening yeah. to his people you know, in his camp, or just in that. 
in that yeah. camp, you know? Yeah. Uh, it's kind of where I draw. I just don't know enough about it to even comment on it. Like, I don't, I didn't. Remember, though, if there's a conflict that breaks out between the United States or NATO. NATO, yeah. The United States. Right. And, uh, and Russia, then, I mean, dude, you're talking about, I mean, you know, remember what we're talking about here. You know, this is not like a. Uh, yeah. It's yeah, not Afghanistan. You know what I'm saying? This is like a. Uh, this is a major. That's what conflict. I'm not, like. I'm not even concerned with it. Like, I, I'm personally am not. Like, I don't. I don't believe that, or I hope that America is not going to send our government's not going to send troops, American troops, to go over there and handle this shit. Man, you have a, a you have some faith in our government, dude. <laughs> no, like, I think, actually I don't. But they they've yeah. got to have more sense than to go over there. I think they are. I think they will. I think they would. It, it at would least not they, they me. Do, have they spoke about this? How Hawaii? big is Ukraine? Ukraine's pretty damn big. Is it the size of Texas? Can we find this out? Uh, What's here? I'll tell you what. Y'all talk. I'll look yeah. it up. I'll look up the. Uk- look Ukraine up. is pretty big. It's it. I mean, if you can picture the the Mediterranean and like the Black Sea. Ukraine is pretty much all of the northern Black Sea. Okay, uh, so the the you so what you're telling me is the government is well, going to send are, American troops over to protect this country. Well, I don't know. I don't have any what? intel. This is just an no, opinion no, 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 talk no, show. I know. But, 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 but I'm saying is, like, it's two hundred and thirty-three thousand thirty-one square miles. And it has forty, pretty much forty four point one three million people as of two thousand twenty. Okay, so it's, it's a big it, place. It, it's pretty large. Yeah. Go, go ahead, y'all can continue. I'm sorry. So it's double the size of Mexico City, and population. And population, right. yeah. But I mean, we, we have to remember here that NATO. <laughs> I mean, it's the size of Texas. NATO it's, has it's face to save here. You know why? Well, because like I said, we are contractually obligated. To protect, well, when I say we, I mean NATO. Yeah. To protect Ukraine's sovereignty as a sovereignty as a nation. Countries are involved in that. Well, there's 30 nations in in NATO. Well, yeah, but not 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 who's involved with NATO, but who really pays the primary bill in NATO, and that's the United United States. States. It's really the United States, and pretty much the United States is the only key player in NATO that really would have anything close to the military capability to to. Contend with Russia if Russia really tried to. So, in take, my opinion, you know, the contractual obligation is a lot of other people's responsibility, not just ours. <laughs> right? No, I mean you, you are correct <laughs> well, about well, that. Yeah, but well, well, we, we still would have. I believe we would still have. Contri- you know, we would still have a obligation to send troops, just like any other country in NATO. I mean that's that that's the North America. I mean the uh, North Atlantic Trade. Uh, they would. We would absolutely be sending resources and troops. Oh, there's 100%. no doubt about it. No, because, no, like 100%. I said, if if Russia really tried to make a major play against Ukraine, yeah, there's thirty what other nations. Maybe there's thirty other nations in NATO, Nothing, but exactly the other twenty nine nations' militaries added up probably wouldn't match half of ours. So, so when it comes to a military conflict, we're the only NATO player who would even have the capability to come close to, to contending with Russia. Exactly. So, so you're asking me what yeah. I think. I think yeah. the contract is bullshit. Yeah. No, I yeah, agree. Yeah, I agree. That's exactly I agree. my point. I, it's it's I a agree. deal that should have never been made. NATO should not exist to begin with, if you ask me. So we should it's be time for Biden okay. to grab his balls and say... This contract's bullshit. Yeah, does yeah. this contract... No, look, hey, agree. this contract doesn't have to last forever, dude. I mean, there right. has to be a time limit to this contract. We have to reassess this contract right now. This is a big decision 
we're having to make, you know, you have two provinces over there that seem like they don't want to be a part of what you're doing. Yeah. You know, uh, I think the United States needs to back out of this. I think the UN needs to back out of it. NATO needs to back out and let it leave it as a regional conflict. Because I don't think that if Which there wasn't exactly if there is. wasn't this pressure coming from the United States and NATO, I don't necessarily think there would be a lot of pressure coming no, from Russia either. Absolutely you know? not. They're it's only because NATO has creeped forward. And it's also because uh, NATO is sending military weapons and supplies to Ukraine right now every single day. And part of this is that they're sending missile systems. And Russia simply does not want... Putin doesn't want... NATO's missile systems that close to his country, and you cannot blame him for that. Yeah, yeah. You can't. Well, Russians I mean, probably don't want that. Russians right. don't want that. Yeah. His people don't want that. Surely, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I, Ukrainians I, probably don't want the conflict. No, you're exactly right no, too. A lot yeah. of them. See, that's another part that you hit on right there. That is a really important thing to think about. Is think about like kids in the Ukraine. Trying to go to school, like they're pawns in this game. They're just pawns. In, Our in, in kids a are pawns game. in this game. Well, yeah, but I mean, really, for them, their country right now is being used as a literally a, a chessboard, a chessboard for two major countries having a dispute, and their like their livelihoods at stake. They might all be in a war in their country. Like it's possible that. You know, there is also very the pipeline to think state. about. There's a major Russian pipeline that runs through the Ukraine that pretty much supplies half of Europe with its energy. Look, you it, know, and if a conflict breaks out in Ukraine, you have a very major potential of damaging that pipeline. It supplies. It yeah. supplies. It supplies them with their energy, and it supplies Hunter with his drug habits. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Because I think they paid him a lot of money. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, dude? Isn't that oh, crazy dude. though? The ties with the Biden family oh, in Ukraine. I that is. I mean, come I mean, on, yeah. man. You cannot ignore that. You know, and the we do, we do. But yeah. I mean, there is such a cynical thing going on with the power structure in the world. There is so much corruption that is being exposed. It literally makes my brain hurt sometimes. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's like, dude, these people are just like laughing. So in corrupted. Oh, yeah. No, I, 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 they're just like lost. Like the reality, the out of, out of touch with reality only begins to scratch the surface. You know, like, our reality as working class people in the world is, like, like we really think there's, like, this government of the Constitution. And, like, dude, that has been so abused. It's unbelievable. Oh, it, yeah. It's unbelievable. And this is, like, one time I, I was... And I don't want to get too far in the weeds here and make, make y'all uncomfortable, but I'm going to say this. Okay, One time I was talking to this guy who was like a university liberal yeah. up in Santa Fe. And he was like... You know, Why? one, one Why thing about... Well, well, no, no, no. He had, he, had, he had good points. I mean, here's the thing about... I was just going to say, that type of an intellect is a... Oftentimes, oftentimes, they're very rational. They like that, like for him especially. He was very rational in his way of thinking. But his creative thinking and his ability to think outside of a system was was not high. But he, I think, in my opinion, he looked at a lot of other people like they were dumb. Like they're too dumb to make their, like they're not studied enough. They're too dumb. Which is a dumb way to look at people because nobody's dumb. Everybody's smart in, some fe- in something. You know what I'm saying? Everybody has something to give. So to look at people like that is is already bad. So we were having a conversation about 9-11. And I was, my point was, dude, watch Building 7 come down, man. Let's just watch it come down. 
like from a physical standpoint, watch it, man. It's just impossible. It's impossible for that to happen. And for there to be the amount, you can, you see the building, it might be smoking, might be portions of it on fire. It's not going to fall like that. There's just no way. I mean, there, it's, it's so, it seems so impossible physically that I just, I have a lot of questions that there, we were not lied to on that day. His point was, dude, too many people had to be in on that. There's no way our government would cover that up to think that that could happen is so preposterous and it's just dumb thinking. You know, that was his position. It's like, I I can't deny the physical reality of the world. I'm sorry. I think people lie. You know what I'm saying? I I do think that people lie, and and especially in these systems that that have been allowed to be set up today. This is not the constitutional 1776 America. Right. You know, like, let's just be real. You know, we've yeah. been around the world. There's been two world oh, yeah. wars since then. Yeah. I mean, and for anyone who thinks like, "Oh, that's just too big," our go- or or like our government would never do that. You know, I welcome you to look up. It's public information now. You can find it on Google. Operation Northwoods. I'm sure you know what I'm talking yes, about. Yeah, it's course, where you yeah. know during the Cuban Missile Crisis when our government basically, the the CIA, planned. To go down to Cuba and pull off a huge massacre and pin it on the Russians, or pin it on the uh, maybe it was Castro. Wasn't one of the uh, wasn't one but, of the things they wanted to do was fly plane like hijack planes right. in that mission? Yes, right? absolutely. Uh, and you know, like I've had I've told people about that and they're like, yeah, you know, that was a long time ago, or or they'll say, oh, well, they didn't actually do it. You know, it's like, okay, yeah, they didn't actually do it, but. They talked about it like this was a real, in a file, CIA mission plan, whatever you want to call it. This wasn't yeah. uh, this wasn't you know sitting around the water fountain banter. This wasn't drunkenly doodled on a bar napkin. This was a real plan that they came yeah, up well, with. Yeah, but here's another like, thing, and like that, like the one gentleman that I told you about. And I'm not trying to knock him. I don't. I actually think he's passed away now, so rest peace. But uh, I'm not trying to knock him. But he. Uh, he did say, he said, like, you know, you know, what do you think? You think that they, and I was like, I don't know. It, it's irrelevant what I think. I'm just saying, like, from my standpoint, you know, like, you're saying it's impossible that the government could lie, that many people could lie about something. And I'm saying that from the physical reality of what we just saw happened, it looks like that, uh, that, that what they said is not what happened. You know, and especially on Building 7. That's that's the point, you know, Let that me I tell was trying you something. to make. What they said is never what really happened. Yeah, no, for <laughs> real. And <laughs> we know that. And we, yeah, and, and, and we really know, like, hindsight's really 2020 now. You know, I mean, with all the source of media out today. And you can see other people presenting media in a different way today. And people, like, watching it. Like, Joe Rogan's a great example of that, right? And... The old way of media is just suffering massively from it because people would rather see me. They're like, oh, wow, this can, huh, things can, news stations can be like this, you know, wow, they can really fucking tell the truth or have a better, you know, uh, you know, give us better information than just trying to, and it's made the mainstream media look really bad, you know, and it's really showcased what you just said, that they're, they, they, they're literally just extensions of the government. The media yeah, has become exactly. extensions and, of the government. And they're suppressing what we've talked about before is and what we're doing right now. 
the government. Su- Sorry. They're su- <laughs> exactly. They're suppressing just people having a conversation, like trying to shut down the Spotify and Joe Rogan shit. Like they're suppressing two people having a conversation that how many people are interested in? Yeah. Like, sure. everybody's interested in those conversations. People are having those conversations at home, and then they're like, oh, no, you can't, you can't do that. I mean, remember, People Twitter, can't listen to that. Twitter banned, Twitter and Facebook banned the sitting president of the United States. Take it for what it is. Yeah. I mean, if you think that's important yeah. or not, regardless, like, that was, that was a big deal, man. That was, like, a really big yeah. move. And then he started his own thing, right? Yep. Truth. <laughs> Truth uh, Social. Truth Social, I believe, <laughs> yeah. yep. Who did? Uh, Donald Trump. Trump. He did, he started, he finally started his own, it's like Twitter, right? Truth Social, it's like a Twitter type thing, mm-hmm. basically, it's like uh, uh, like a competition to Twitter, and, he, and it's taken him a while to do it. I, I'm not into, so, I'm not going to get, I'm not looking for a new social media platform to get on, so I don't really care, but... You know, there's definitely a massive culture war going on in our country, and this is another reason why that we should stay far away out of other people's business right now. Because there's like so many different ideas and and two major different ideologies in this country taking place right now, and you know we need to figure our stuff out, man. Like, what's going on with our country? You know, how's it? You know, how's this going to play out? You know, it can't keep on. I mean, you know, I guess the the vaccine, are, are there still vaccine passports in other places like New York and California and, you know, are, are have those things been lifted to your knowledge or? I haven't heard anything about New York lifting its mandates, but I think California has began to lift some of it. Because for the two, the past two years, you've seen how much different we've talked about this a lot, you know, like even over here, we're dealing with a lot of social, you know, problems and things like that over here that we need to deal with, man. I mean you know, need to be had out. I don't really care about, I mean, I, not that I don't care about him. I wish him the best, but I don't really care to be having any Americans over in Eastern Europe nobody, or anything. Nobody uh, gives a fuck about Ukraine in America. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I'm not saying that, like, personally. Like, to I be hope, mean, yeah. Like, no, no, no yeah, I personally believe, I hope that everybody there is safe. I hope that there's no invasion. I hope that there's no war. I don't want there to be a war for anybody because people die. I don't want that for people. But nobody in America gives a fuck. I really don't believe that. Yeah, Except for, it, 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 yeah, yeah. unless and unless they're genuinely concerned for a relative, a family member, or if their last going, name's Biden, that's going to be put in that situation <laughs> in war. Like if they have a family member in the service that's going to be shipped over there, yes, they are concerned. But I, I don't think that anybody cares about that. Like, yeah. the contracts that you were talking about earlier right. between NATO. It's bullshit. If it's that lopsided, you need to get out of it. Yeah, that's, this is kind of, that's kind of what, that is something that Donald Trump said. Yeah. That is actually one of the messages that resonated well with a lot of people with Donald Trump, for real. Yeah. On both sides, because the foreign policy thing, man, that is, that is actually one place where... I, I finally think that people are coming together on that. Stop right. with that. Just and it's like, enough, it's, okay, enough, these storms, man. these storms, I don't give a fuck about politics, dude, but I never have. Like, I don't, I'm not going to devote energy out of my day to try to figure out what the fuck these guys are lying about yeah. tomorrow. You're in the you know majority I mean? with that, Kevin. So You're I know that, I know that. So that's what I'm getting at. The majority of us, Americans, don't give a fuck. And the thing with COVID... 
They put it in your face. You didn't have a choice. You had to give a fuck about COVID. Right. You had to. You had to pick a position. And that's the thing. There's yeah. no there's no position me against you. There's there's not in any of these social or not social, any of these um, political fucking storms that they create. They create these storms and they, they try to force you to pick a side. Like, no, we're all fucking Americans here in America. Just take care of us, dude. Do your fucking job. Do your job and take care of America and stop with the bullshit. Stop with the fucking, the COVID bullshit. Like, yes, people are getting sick. That's why there's fucking healthcare. Save yourself. Be better. But then there's the narrative that this shit was created. Like, somebody created this to fucking kill off old and weak people? Like, what the fuck? It's sinister for sure, man. Yeah. Well, and and well, it, and again, there's we don't know because there's suppression of of truth. There's suppression of media and truth of getting to know how it really started. Whereas it, no one knows, no one can say anything. If you say anything, it's all conspiracy. Everything's conspiracy, exactly, because no right. one can know the truth because they hide it from everybody. But they're not yeah. talking about the truth. The truth is, we're all Americans. It doesn't matter what the fuck you believe. Yeah, no, we're not, all no. Americans. We're all on the fucking same side. And dividing, and dividing. The conquer. problem is with the government. Government. Hey, you know why? Do you know why divide and conquer has been around for so long? Because it seemingly works very effectively, right? Doesn't it? Oh, well, like, yeah, absolutely. People continue to get they when they then when they disagree on a subject and and they can find an, an indifference, you know, in a subject, they tend to, you know, people are able to, to tend to manipulate that line. But why and why are people it. so why are people so blind to the fact that it's being done to them? Yeah, I don't know, man. Why are people so set in their own opinions you, that they're blind to the fact that you know why? A you know, I, I think I I don't know if there's an answer to that, but if I had one one thing that I do see is like you said, they never did. They didn't give a shit at all until it changed their life. Until that those policies started to infect forced. their lives. You're forced, like, and and then all of a sudden they were like, I have to wear. a a mask to go into this place or I have to get a vaccine to go to my damn job and now all of a sudden you know yeah they're they're forced into that into uh, yep. you know paying attention yep. and being involved well, the know, problem even, is is that, that no, but they're not everybody everybody's not recognizing that we're all on the same team we're no, all I agree. Americans. no yeah I agree well look, right. look at the trucker convoy well they say trucker convoy I mean whatever you want to call it it's not just truckers I mean it's right. a lot of different people do you see that as, and we've laughed about it, do you see that as some like crazy right wing faction, just like free, like January 6th type, gonna storm the Capitol type movement? Or do you see that as more of a populist, no political lines, just people who want fucking freedom? I don't, I don't know enough about it. I don't know what, I don't know how it was created. See, okay, I don't so know what I, fighting per- against. I don't know. I just know a bunch of truckers in Canada are. It's really irrelevant, anyways. Yeah, but it's, it's really, yeah. because here's 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 the way that people have spun it, and news media organizations, especially, which have do have listeners who listen to this and take it in, take that for what it's what it's worth, you know, who have spun this to make this to make this like the Canadian thing a right and left issue, when the only people that that hurts. Are the Canadian people? Yeah, the both only, sides. Okay, so because they're not together, as they little need to understand. as I know about it, 
The only thing that I do know is that I like it because yeah. it's showing their government that they're messing up. Yeah, and both like, sides need to come together. That work man. for your country are telling you, and the the supply chains are the biggest. But whenever your supply chains in your own country are telling you this ain't gonna work, you better fucking listen, man, because that's gonna spill over. And you better perk your ears up and you better listen because it's not just in Canada. They acted. And you know what? I haven't heard a whole lot about the COVID. Like you said, we now down the street at the dollar store, those are the only people wearing masks anymore. Yeah. And I guarantee you they're not doing it by choice. Yeah. Oh, hell no. Yeah. For sure. No. So I almost told him something, man. I saw one guy taking out the trash. He had a mask on. I was... Like, man, dude, come man. on, dude. You know what I'm saying? Hey, man, I won't tell if you don't. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no. <laughs> He's like, there's cameras. <laughs> no. There's cameras. No, I, and, and, but again, because the media is able to divide people, um, it does make people a lot weaker. And people do need to realize that. And again, I don't believe that there can, like, these movements are great, you know, but at some point we have to start building things together, like new things or something, you know, like you can't, everything can't just be like death and destruction, tear it down, fuck it, it's corrupt, like we get it, everything is corrupt, everything's corrupt, so we could protest it all, what do you, pick one, you know what I mean, pick it, and we could go all protest it, and I'm sure find some common ground, but really, we all have to start to sit down and think about what type of what type of present and future we really want to live in. You know, uh, is it one where we sit here and conflict with each other all the time and fight over this shit, or do we, you know, do we start to try to build off of things like that are that we think are more appropriate to be building towards? And I would I would take the latter. You know, I don't want to fight over it and, and make it seem like that. And that's why the you know the, these times are so crucial man to break the chains of history to not fall in the traps of that mainstream narrative of like the propaganda and fighting with people and getting you know violent and wanting to get frustrated like that's what this dying system wants you know it can take advantage of that chaos right but when people are organized and they're thinking about better ways to build things that are productive and they're not even fighting that playing that game then that game will will much more easily just dissipate. Do you know what I mean? And like it needs to because it just it needs to. There's it's a time for violence, though. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, I think yeah, maybe throughout so. Throughout history, yeah. there have absolutely been times when I think that the that violent resistance has been justified. The American Revolution point in absolutely case. Absolutely necessary. You know? I, yeah, I I uh, wonder historically speaking. I will say this: that historically speaking. I don't think there's ever been another way that has really made change uh, besides violence. Like just looking at right. it, at at a you know, it's yeah. it, it it doesn't seem to, you know. Yeah, and you know, historically, you know, you were just talking about how like breaking the chains of history and stuff, and you know, I think that's a that's a great goal. Personally, I don't I don't think we're gonna break the chains of history. I think that the chains of history, you know, the there, it's an unbreakable cycle, you know, that I don't think we'll ever, as long as we're humans, you know, we'll never really get out of, you know. I think that we, we, we can improve, 
but that we'll never really, uh, you know, we'll never be perfect. We'll always just yeah, and and maybe that's what I really uh, meant more. Right, make the improvements and not fall in that stupid trap. We're going to another world war with nuclear weapons. Yeah, you know, and you know, like what Kevin was talking about earlier. You know, we're all just Americans. We just want to live our life. We want our own country to be protected. You know, we don't want foreign troops walking down our streets. You know, for sure. Uh, And you know, I would just point out that you know, before the first two world wars. American sentiment was very much the same, you know, in World War One and especially World War Two. Before the attack on Pearl Harbor, most Americans were like, "That's a European conflict. We're just over here." You know, most most Americans at that time were farmers. You know, I mean, think about that. You know, and their lives got turned upside down. Their their government decided, "No, you're going to war," and they went to war. And these were people who weren't even connected to the world like we are with headlines constantly coming in. You know, maybe they saw a newspaper once a week when they went into town or something like that. And these people still, an entire generation of our ancestors, two generations of them, got sucked right into it. Yeah. You know, I, I when, when the powers that be want there to be a conflict, there's going to be a conflict. You know, pretty yeah. much. It, it comes down to that, at least... Well, if in you today's me, world, they have so much speaking, power. Yeah. You know, and... You know, uh, I don't know. I, I'm not exactly sure where I was going with that. No, it's all, we all had a little time. Right, to, right, yeah. yeah, we all had a little time yeah. to, to realize right. about the same yeah. thing. You're right, because if, if they want there to be a conflict, there's going to be. Yep. And we're experiencing that now. That's why we're talking about Ukraine whenever three weeks ago, that wasn't even a blip on the radar. Yep. And months before that and the two years before that, I mean, the only time before that that I've heard, and I'm not educated on this, but... You all said it was 2014. Would you, uh, right. what would you think Pretty if they much. had to implement a draft? A draft for what? The military. For where? Where yeah, are we I mean, going? Yeah, no, I mean, if there was, a, if there was a, like, let's well, say it's okay, a conflict. Well, okay, let's just say this, because a lot of Western, we're, to, we're going to talk some complete hypotheticals here. I have heard some, like, from the Washington Post and stuff like that, very established, very mainstream media, who claim that Putin's ultimate goal here is to take back all of the former Soviet Union, which would include Poland, Belarus, which would include parts of the Middle East, which would include a large chunk of Eastern Europe, which is all now NATO. You know, Let's say, hypothetically, Putin did invade Eastern Europe and tried to take back these states and stuff like that. Let's say that our even our Congress, for the first time since World War II, passed a declaration of war constitutionally and they were to implement a draft you know just like with the pretty much just like with the past two world wars do you think that the majority of americans would go along with that if it was all done constitutionally and it's like yeah this is some crazy shit going well if they implement a draft i mean i mean what do you do i don't know because i've heard a lot of people you know over the past like 10 years or so you know i've heard a lot of rhetoric along the lines of a second American Civil War would start World War Three, and World War Three would start a second American Civil War. Because I, be- I do believe that you would have a lot of military-age Americans who were like, No, no, I don't think I'm going to fucking go over to Europe and fight your war. How you know? You, yeah, I, like, th- I think maybe three times in one century is enough. You know? Like, I think there would be a lot of sentiment like that, you know. I, I don't I don't know exactly how that would go down. Yeah. But Well, how would you feel about it? 
Personally, man. Personally, you, you, have, I, you have you have you have sons. You you're right at the oh, age. Oh yeah, I know. Right? I have two sons. We're if, all if there. We're all yeah. at the age. We're yeah. all at draft age at that point, right? Mm-hmm. Pretty yeah. No, I'll tell you how I would the, feel about the it. Of it. I know how I'd feel. About I would it, be know. like, let me ask, where am I going to be stationed? They would say, probably here. I'd say, is weed legal? <laughs> no, <I'm> <laughs> <kidding>. <laughs> no, you know, I'm just kidding about that. I don't know, you know, it would really depend on, it would really depend on the sort of situation, you know, and if I really felt like the, if I really felt like Russia was about to come marching into Texas or something like that, you know, I think that, it, you know, what I would hope to see done during a, a time like that is I would, I would hope that what they would do is uh, sort of pre-Vietnam the National Guard, you know, I've heard a lot of people say that, you know, enlistment numbers are down. How can we get more people to join the military? Well, why don't you put the National Guard back to how it was before Vietnam and make it to where it's actually the National Guard? Guards the know, nation. Guards the nation. Doesn't leave the nation and they're actually here. That's what I was going to say. If, you if know, you're looking for volunteers, I will volunteer in a heartbeat to go defend our border. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah. Border. Yeah. yeah, me too. Yeah. yeah. But I'm not going to no but, Yeah, no. I'm not going to Europe, man. You know, and I have, you know, I have, uh, my great-grandfather was in World War One. I. I have another grandfather who was in World War Two. you know, and... So I'm going to go here real quick. Remember you brought back a segment last week, you said the movie segment came back? Yeah. I'll bring back a segment right now. How about Would You Rather? All right. Okay, Would You Rather have to go to a draft, like a pointless war, like even like with Vietnam, like get into a draft like that and have to go? Right. Or would you rather swim... About 30 meters off the coast of Australia. Every day for one year. Ooh. Have to go every day for one year. Have to go. At least for 20 minutes. Oh, damn. I ain't swimming in shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, sign me up, Uncle Sam. Sign me up. Yeah. I get... Drape a flag around my ass. Yeah. I ain't swimming I'm... off the fucking coast of Australia. <laughs> Never doing that. <laughs> Not doing it. Oh man. Stupid. Oh, Dude, man. <laughs> Golly. But anyways, is there anything else you guys wanted to touch on? Man, I think we uh, Ukraine is the no, we... Ukraine is the big story for no, sure absolutely. for everybody in the world that that follows geopolitics. Because right. there's a lot of other other things that are going on good and bad, man. Uh you know, I came across this uh this place today close to my house, uh that is like a big type of like, uh, it's just, you know, people with property who have this organic farm and they're right. like, uh, have people, you can go buy produce from there. They have all types of plants you can buy. Like if you want to start your own garden, they're even going to try to start like educational, uh, you know, like teaching people more of like how to grow your own food, how to be more self-sustaining. And I thought that was really cool. And I just went there today to buy some plants and then, like, got, like, this little tour and thought, man, this is freaking awesome, dude. Like, this is this is where more of the world needs to be focused on. This yeah. type of growth forward and development, like, education and learning about, like, health. So much comes with that. You know what I mean? Right. And uh, that's something I thought about. But anything else you guys want to talk about, Levon? No, movie, you know, movie, think, movie of the week. Oh man! I mean, you want to just week. do it? Should we just do it? You know, have some fun with it. What do you think, Kevin? You seen any good movies lately? Oh man, no. it can be old movies too. It can be an old <laughs> Let movie. Let me think about it. Let me think about it. The Cowboys. 
The Cowboys. John Wayne. John Wayne. That's oh, a great man. one. That's a classic. John Wayne. Dang it, man. You know, I actually heard that. that they are uh, remaking that with... Uh, Shut the fuck up. No. Bro. They're going to ruin it. No, no, no. No, no. I have faith in who... in uh, Lee Tommy Lee Jones. Oh, God. I have faith. I mean, from Lonesome Dove... Yeah. He played one of the most iconic Cowboys we've ever seen on television, man. I I thought you were going to say Leonardo DiCaprio. I was like, Jesus. No. If if there's one actor I would trust for the remake of of the Cowboys, it would be Tommy Lee Jones, I think. That's a good one. I think. Well, do you remember John Wayne had that movie True Grit that Jeff Bridges... And I think he did a great job with that. Exactly. He did do a good job with that. I thought so, too. He did do a good job on that one. Oh, let's see... uh, I'll I'll think of one. Do you already have one in your head, or are you still thinking? Oh, I, I have man. to I have to think about one. Let's see, Mike. Mine's probably gonna be you know something stupid because uh, I don't watch too many like new movies, but I gotta like think of some old ones. Man, I look at your wall over here. I try to get some cheats, you know, like man, yeah. movies are good. Uh, I got I got plenty of ideas on the wall for sure, you know. And which ones have I already done said before too? You know what movie I used to watch a lot when I was a kid is uh, Ninja Turtles two. The Secret of the Ooze. Yes. Did y'all ever watch that? Oh, one? that's a great one, dude. That was like oh, the Go Ninja, ninja Go Ninja Go. Go Ninja <laughs> yeah. Go Ninja Go. Go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then there's that part and he's like he's like, Man, it's a little it's a little quiet in here. Yeah, maybe a little too quiet. And he's like, Hey look, there's Rafi. He's like, Yeah, maybe a little too quiet. <laughs> <Rafi. laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a great one, man. That's a classic. Yeah, Splinter like shoots it, him it, down it, out of the net, he's like, Cowabunga. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I, I actually that think one. that one's better than the first. one Oh, for sure. That's yeah, why. Yeah, that's yeah, why yeah, I specifically yeah. said that one because yeah. I did see all of them. But that was the one that like I wanted to see over and over again. You know, I don't yeah. know why. I just like that one. Shredder. Yeah. You know, the hand coming up at the end. It's like, damn, he's back. You know. Uh, I'll put out a new movie. Uh, shout out to a new movie that I saw on uh, HBO Max called Antlers. Very good uh, horror movie. Kind of a gory horror movie thing about this Native American Dang. spirit monster that like possesses this dude, and he, like it, it, it's a re- it's a really good movie, man. Right, right, I watch that one. I don't, yeah. I, don't, I don't I don't usually do horror movies right. because I think ah oh, it's a spirit shaker. Somebody's yeah. gonna do that, but I like Native American shit. Yeah. <laughs> what about The Exorcist? Were you all down with that one? I did like that. Yeah, I'm Catholic, bro. That shit is scary. Man, that is scary, right? That is a freaky movie, dude, right? I grew up Catholic, and like, anytime that shit's happening, like, I went to bed saying prayers, bro. Man, dude, nothing, (laughs) nothing really. That one, that one is a scary. That's a scary concept. Like, that's just a whole. The paranormal movies, they get me. You know, they get me too. Because I was raised also to believe in demons, you know, and. uh, and yeah, that's, it's, it's stuck with me. You know, subliminally, I see those kind of movies. Uh, you ever seen Insidious? Uh, oh, I've so. seen that. I Insidious so. is uh, a... I, I think I've heard, heard of about, that. What was it about? It's about this uh, chick who moves into this house. It's been such a long time since I've seen this, man. I just remember it was a really good paranormal type movie. But it's pretty much about this demon that possesses this house and like... Ah, man, it's been so long since I've seen it. Yeah. All I really remember about it is, like, at one scene, you just see the dude's, like, the demon face, like, right behind the Like, he's in the house, right? Yeah. You know, maybe I I did see that. Maybe I did see that. And then, like, the kid gets stuck in, like, a dream world. Like, he's sleeping, and his spirit is, like, disconnected from his body. 
Yeah, I'll it's tell you been what, so man. long since I've seen it. No, those movies are creepy. But those were, yeah. Child's Play was the other one that got me as a kid, man. I was like, God dang it, dude. Doll's never going to be able to, like, you know, look <laughs> at a doll right again, you know? Yeah. And it took a while, you know? It's like, man, I think I saw some of that too early, too, you know, before I was really <laughs> ready for it, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, back in our generation, right? Like, dude, they showed us I was a kid, early. I remember my sister was watching The Shining. <laughs> and I fucking walked in, and I was I was supposed to be in bed, you know, and you know how the kids are always like, oh, I gotta get a drink of water, and fucking some bullshit. And yeah. I was like, all right, if, I'm, if I get caught, I'm going to get a drink of water, and I was standing behind everybody in the living room watching The Shining, and dude, that shit scared the fuck out talk of me. Talk about a rough <laughs> night. You're like, oh, talk about God. a rough night, dude. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I didn't say that, but as a kid, yeah. I was like screaming, like, what the fuck are you watching, man? Man, one time, one time, even I was real young. I was probably like five, five years old, six years old, and my dad took me to a Dallas Stars game, dude. That's and cool. I wasn't mentally prepared, dude. They started fighting, and I was like, "Shit!" Everyone's standing up. I was like sitting down, thinking, "Man, dude, is everyone about to start fighting?" You know, I was like, "Everyone's <laughs> all out, Got grown men drinking fucking yeah, beer, no, for yelling real. about for a real, fight, dude. a fist fight. In I was intimidated. Fucking... I remember being intimidated, like. I remember being there and being like, dude, I wasn't ready for this. I thought we were coming to see hockey. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, these people are like... They're like, I will run out of here now without <laughs> you, Dad. It's like, I'm just waiting to see, you know. <laughs> yeah, just waiting to see him, like, come up in the stands, start fighting people up there, you know. But that was actually pretty cool now hockey that I think about intense, it. Hockey games were intense, We had a team called the Outlaws in San Angelo, Texas. And it was a semi-pro hockey team in San Angelo, Texas... The beginning of the fucking desert. Yeah. <laughs> and whenever I was a kid, my dad used to take us to the games. Like, it was like, I don't know if they played weekly or every other week or something like that, but Heck that yeah. was awesome, yeah, man. Was, uh, yeah. They had the San Antonio Iguanas and then the San Antonio Dragons for a while. When they were the San Antonio Iguanas, my friend's parents took us to a game one time. I think it was my, one of my friend's moms, actually. And uh, it was me and my two friends. I think I've told this story on here before, very possibly. And uh, we were probably, like, in middle school, like, sixth grade, fifth grade, sixth grade, right around so 10 or 11. And there was a guy sitting next to us. Because, you, you know, like, at the like there's some people there, but it's not, like, full because it's not, like, it's, like, semi-pro. Yeah. You know? But one guy there that was sitting next to us, he, like, knew all their names, like, yelling at the players, like, Come on, Bobby! <laughs> you gotta do better! You know what I'm saying? Like, the whole time. And, dude, there was times in the game... Where he would literally stand up like consistently for like a long period of time and just yell, Take no shit! Take no shit! Take no shit! And we just like, me and my friends, dude, we were like 10 or 11, dude, we were like dying, man. We were like, you know, had you the excuse. That shit around yeah, yo, we had the excuse. Take no shit! We had the excuse to say the S word, dude. We were like yelling it with him, you know, seeing if we could get away with it. And this guy, no he came at the end of the game, for real, and he gave us all a hockey puck. He was like, for putting up with me. Give y'all a hockey puck. I was like, sweet, dude. Take dude, no shit, bro. Yeah, you run into people <laughs> yeah, like that, man. Yeah. I remember going to games. And this, like, that was a much better experience, you know. Like, in San Angelo, I don't know, where were the games played that you went to? Uh, I think San they San were Angelo. in the Freeman Coliseum. They were in the Freeman Coliseum, 100%. In you know San what Angelo, the Freeman was... Coliseum is? It's right by the AT&T Center. It's that little Coliseum that they only use. Right now, the rodeo's going on, so it's perfect for that. There's two. There's big AT&T Center where the Spurs play. 
And then there's the Freeman Coliseum is right next to it. It's a little old Coliseum. Okay, that's right I, there. I know where you're talking about. I've yep. never been in there, but I know. That, it's a really nice little Coliseum, actually. It's old, but it's it's cool, you know. They have the Foster Communications. I think it's Foster. I might be messing that up, but in San Angelo, the Coliseum is where they had it. And that place, I mean, it would be packed. I, I have like now looking back, as packed as that place was. I, I feel like teams like wanted to go play hockey in San Angelo because the Outlaws. It was Coliseum, like the sports team. No, seriously, dude. Like, yeah. and there were like hockey fans. Whenever yeah, you're in West yeah. Texas, around a bunch of oil filled people yeah. that love good fist fights and hard ass sports. And like, get a little ice for a while, why dude? Not? And yeah, yeah, and they could fucking booze it up while they're watching yeah. this shit on a yeah, weekend. Yeah. Like, Something to do, man. Yeah. Yeah, everybody was there. Like That's within cool. like. How big is San Angelo? San Angelo has like a... It's got over 100,000 people. It's the biggest city in the United States without an interstate going through it. Yeah, and San Angelo, oh. like, for, for relativity to people who've never heard of it, it's like it's like west central Texas. Not far west yeah, Texas. It's a, but the way that I describe it, like, people, people from Houston, shit, they call it west Texas. That's not west Texas. San Angelo is like right in the center yeah. of Texas. Yeah, Van Horn is West Texas. Yes, Van yeah. Horn, Balmoray, Fort Stockton. That's Alpine, all West yeah. Texas. That's El where Paso. the desert starts. No, San Angelo is Central Texas, right? Like, um, I don't know. It's, it's on a geographical borderline of east to west, but center. you know, it's yeah, it's right more center. center. Yeah, yeah, it's really, really it's like is, the yeah. heart of Texas, man. Yeah. But yeah, that's cool. Everybody went to watch the hockey games. That is cool. El, El, yeah, man, man, it's crazy. Yeah, Texas is a big state, man. There's a lot going on. <clears throat> even hockey, even ice hockey, man. You know, I when I was in college, I realized how crazy people were about soccer, man. I got into it. You know what I'm saying? I was like, I don't even know the rules, but dude, these people are. You know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm getting into this. You know what I mean? I was like, became kind of a soccer fan there for a while. I watched my first. <laughs> live soccer game this past weekend. I went to see my nephew play in Red Oak, Texas. What a great, like, high school? Yeah, he's a senior. Were there people getting pretty crazy there? Um, It was it was kind of low-key. Anyone yelling, take no shit? No. Uh. <laughs> take no there's, shit! I think about that guy, like, there's no way that guy's still alive today. You know what I mean? I think about that sometimes. Man, you know what's crazy to think about? It, it's kind of, like, morbid, but... uh. Like in a hundred and five hundred and ten years, everyone living today is pretty much gone. You know, I mean, it's not morbid. That's life. Right? I know, but I mean, I mean, it's not something you want to sit there and probably think about. Maybe people, but I mean, it is crazy though, right? Like to think oh, about yeah. that. Like, well, that, like we all take our lives so serious. Like we're talking about the Ukraine. Like what's gonna happen? Like all this shit's gonna be going on Hopefully. forever. And it's like, man. In a hundred years, no one even on this planet right now is still alive. Either way, you know, like we have a short time to be here. You know, you it's know crazy. the fucked up thing is the, our politicians are the ones who they, they put people's they put people to death by making those decisions, man. Yeah, that is yep. sad. Yeah, that's that's that is messed up. That's yep. messed up, dude. Videotaping a shark attack, you know, <laughs> that's messed up. <laughs> Should have <laughs> swim off the coast of Australia. Yeah, no, nah, man, that's so sad. But damn, it's so true, man. You should definitely not do that. That is like, I'll never get over watching that and just like, you know, what happens again? But just like, man, you know, it's like, damn, man. That's 
to me, it's like one of the most scary things. That's why, like, animal yeah. attacks, like, an, like, man, even like a bear attack or a tiger attack or a. It's sad, dude, that that happened. But I feel like my uncle would have been like, been there, cool. Oh, for sure, no, for sure. Been there, swimming out there with the shark. Yeah, no, for sure. No, yeah, <laughs> definitely. Like, that <laughs> was just shit, man. <laughs> Heart, heart goes out to his family. Yeah, no, for yeah. sure, man. But I, I will say, man, like even those people fishing out there were probably just like looking at it like one guy never stopped fishing, bro. Yeah, no, what was that? <laughs> like Can that guy please? was me. Like, what the fuck is this guy? Doing? He even looked at the guy. He looked at the guy like, "Hey, dude, why are you videotaping, man?" Yeah. It's like, and the guy videotaping was probably looking at him like, "Why are you why still are you fishing, dude?" <laughs> they were looking at each other like, "Hey, who's going in?" Yeah, and the guy, the guy with the camera, just runs up to him and pushes him. He's like, "You are, <laughs> go they, get him." They probably stop filming and fucking high five. Like, glad we're not swimming. Oh no, we did talk about that right last time. We yeah. said, "What if the fisherman? What if he just looked at the camera and said, you think I can catch it?'" Yeah. It's like, hey, dude, you know your your heart's in the wrong place right now, bro. You know what I'm saying? That's a terrible thing, dude. That's a terrible thing that happened. But for real. Off the coast of Australia. Yeah. Don't be swimming there. Pretty much. I, I think I think it's a I think again, man, like we, we 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 really covered this last episode, but I just reemphasize it's like if 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 indeed that guy went away that most of us don't want to die and it scares us, you know. Uh, and I'm sure he wouldn't want to die that young in that way, but when he that guy is a smart guy. You that know? scares he, he, me enough. To yeah, not he knows go in what's in those waters. Further than chest now. deep, he had to have known as <laughs> a as a skilled swimmer what are in those waters and his chances. Yeah. I mean, so it's not that anyone makes light of the situation. If anything, you try to talk about the situation as much as you can to tell people like you think man, he was nature at peace is with that before he left home that morning. Like I don't it. think he, I th- I think he had been in the water so much that he had grown to be comfortable with it. Uh, probably somebody like him. I mean, dude, some people, I follow pages. I love the ocean. I love sharks. I, you know, I love whales. I love nature of all sorts, but I'm telling you, there are people who go out there and free dive with great white sharks. You know, I mean, there are people that do that and they do it successfully. You know, there's people who have grabbed onto the fin of a great white and and large sharks and ridden it. And, and, uh, I think that, those people, we look at them like, oh, they're crazy. And in some ways they are, but at the same time, they're very confident in knowing the animal, knowing it, knowing where it's at in its day and its routine. They've probably been around that animal for a while, probably followed it. Like to just swim out there and take your chances, you don't know what's out there. You know what I'm saying? So if you're, if you're not, if you're not aware or you're, it's like if you're running out here, right? And you know that you've seen a family of uh, some some small, really baby, small pigs, right, out in this one area. And you decide, unarmed, you're going to go there and just keep on running by that area. And one day, this huge sow just comes out of there and just charges your ass. It's like, you, you kind of knew that could happen. You know what I mean? Like, like, you kind of, is it likely to happen? Probably not. But could it definitely happen, even without knowing there are babies there? Yeah, for sure, you know, like... That is an absolute risk that you take when you go when you go climb a mountain. You know, I mean, you take risk in climbing a mountain, but 
that that was a major risk. Like that was like except like that to me was an excessive an excessive risk. And even watching how rough the ocean was, just swimming in that, I just man, why would you go alone? I I think there was just so many mistakes made right there. Right. That it's very seriously very good for people to like really take that as situations like yeah you're right like for his family. Uh, and himself, that is a horrible thing to have happen. We're all going to die, but no one wants to have that happen to the, someone they love on camera like that. But at the same time, like, but man, like, we see car crashes that are videotaped all the time. And you see things like that, and it's like, you do, like, put that in your brain when you're driving or when you're swimming or when you want to go out and think you, you swim in the ocean with no repercussions. Like, put Just the log that in your brain. swim in the ocean. But if you or if you do know that that might be your demise, you know it very well could be your demise. Like you drive, if you drive a long distance and you drive really fast and you're going to drive through rainstorms and you're taking a big risk, you know, and you could get in a car wreck and you could die. And there's video evidence of that, and it could be shown, you know. And but that's why that stuff is so important. That I think that it's so important to see, like, don't. Don't do shit that's high risk if you don't want to have bad shit happen to you, you know? I mean, it, bad shit could already happen to you without the high risk stuff. But I would never swim. Like, I'll get in the ocean in the sandbars. I'm questioning that now. Like, when I saw that video, I literally thought, dude, I'm not going to paddleboard in the bay anymore, man. Don't. Like, for real. Like, I used to paddle. Don't I was paddleboarding that. in the bay. I'm like, I don't think I can. I don't think I'll be able to do that now without really feeling a serious nervous energy like. No. Man, this ocean is just un it's undefeated. It's absolutely undefeated. Oh, you know? Yeah. Like it would take a little six, seven foot shark to look at me and be like, I'm gonna bump this thing off the board and see what's up. And like, what am I gonna do? Hit yeah. it with my paddle? <laughs> you know? Get recorded. That's what you're gonna do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey dude, stop fucking recording me, you know. <laughs> Help! <laughs> he's like, hey dude, you need to stop worrying about me and worry about that shark. He's <laughs> like, oh dude, he's getting eaten by a great white. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh yeah. One thing that I do, I do always find, and you'll notice this, it, when y'all went to parties when y'all were younger, is if there was ever a fight that broke out, there was oh, yeah. always that first person that had to yell something. You know, like, oh there's a fight! Or, I'll hit him! Or, you know what I'm saying? Like, always that person that yelled something. And that was... That guy was that person. There was probably a dozen people standing there watching that happen, and that guy just yelled out the obvious. Do you yeah. know what I'm saying? He's getting <laughs> eaten by a shark. It's like, hey, we know, dude. We see it too. You know, I mean, damn. You know, he kind of stated the obvious right there. You know. Guy's like, no, I'm not. I'm just fishing. Man. Yeah, that guy, yeah. What are you talking about? Yeah, that guy, man, that fisherman. Jesus, that is like, that probably is seriously, and and I I think that's like probably my like the video that's going to stick out in my mind most this year that I can see I don't think there's anything that could surpass that of like the, not 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 the gruesomeness of it but just like man you know that's yeah. a fish you know what that's I'm saying a fish. that's a fish in the water you know what I mean like I go out to the ocean that's what that's like when you go and you stand and you look at the ocean and you feel like this movie. feeling inside. The movie of the week is Jaws. Yeah, yeah, for real, man. Jaws. Yeah, for real, man. Well, that's a bad, that's good. We're 115 in. That's not too long, but yeah. not too short. You guys, anything else for real? So we don't, we'll, we'll go back uh, over some more subjects. Yeah. That we keep, yeah. 
I think we I think we covered it pretty well this week. Yeah, yeah, it's good. You know, good time. See uh see what things are looking like next week. Yeah, who knows? God bless America. We want to say thank you so much for listening to our podcast, The Independent Thinking Texans. A lot of times, you know, we may not necessarily know what we're saying or doing, but who really does in this world? It's a busy, busy place. Thank you so much for taking the time, though. We do appreciate it. Keep thinking for yourself, always and forever. Have a great day.